Welcome back to The Daily Devotion. My name is Kevin Hell. I'm the pastor of Christ Church Conway, a congregation of the Presbyterian Church in America here in Conway, Arkansas. The Daily Devotion is a time for us to be strengthened in our faith through the study of Scripture and theology. Right now, we're working our way through the book of Galatians. It's an incredible letter. I've said this many times already. I'll say it many times to follow. And it's incredible, not just because it's the Word of God, but because in this, Paul is dealing with some very, very basic gospel issues because he wants us to know, he wants his readers to know what the gospel is. How is it that we are justified? What is the the simple, straightforward gospel? And he wants us to know this because, as we've already heard, it really matters if we get this wrong. It really matters if we add works to it. it. It completely undoes the gospel. It makes it no longer a gospel at all. And as we're going to see in coming up weeks, if we do that, we actually stand condemned, severed from Christ. So this week, uh, this morning, we're going to look at Galatians chapter 1, verses 11 and 12, where Paul shifts from his kind of introductory remarks into this biographical section where he outlines how he got his gospel and and starts to respond to some of the, the critiques and accusations that he has been receiving. Let me pray for us and then I'll read the passage we're going to look at. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that Paul was so clear with the gospel that as you led him by your spirit, that he wrote this letter that we might understand clearly what the gospel is. We ask, Father, that you would strengthen us, that we might believe your word, that we might know the gospel and believe the gospel and rest wholly in Jesus Christ and in him alone. We ask this in Christ's most precious name. Amen. So verses 11 and 12 introduce a longer section that runs down really through most of chapter 2 probably depending on how you kind of break things up. And in this section, it's uh, Paul's going through some biographical realities of his life to lay the groundwork for why he preaches what he preaches. So he writes in verses 11 and 12, For I would have you know, brothers, that the gospel that was preached by me is not man's gospel. For I did not receive it from man, nor was I taught it, but I received it through a revelation of, of Jesus Christ. So that's his basic statement. The issue that Paul is dealing with here is the fact that people were coming at him with all kinds of accusations about his preaching. And as we go through the letter to the Galatians, we're going to see this. We're going to see that that the accusations come from basically every angle that they possibly can come from. And this is normal when someone doesn't like something that is being said or doesn't like a particular person. Rarely do the accusations flow from just a a singular point or, or even from a logical point, but they'll come from every angle, even from contradictory angles. And that's what we see happening with Paul. Here, the issue that he is addressing is that he has received this gospel from other people, that that he's just doing some undefined group's bidding, that that he has been sent out with this gospel, this, this new testimony that has been created out of thin air by man. Now, this is something that happens. We do come up with new ideas and find people to represent them. I mean, that that happens. I heard this morning, actually on my way to work, 
a, a brief blurb on the radio about a Russian philosopher who decided that man is born without a soul and you have to create your own soul. And if you don't, then when you die, you just vanish. Now, he's just made this up, this philosopher. And, and, and it, undoubtedly, there are people who have bought into this and are, and are announcing this. That's not what Paul was doing. That's what he was being accused of, is simply accepting what some people had made up because they didn't like the law or didn't want to deal with the law or whatever the reason might be. And, and this is also the nature of these kinds of critiques against Paul and against anybody, against ourselves when we feel them, is that they're, they're often quite undefined. And it is, it seems, for Paul as well. You're just preaching a gospel that you've gotten from other people. And so Paul writes to remind, to proclaim that that is actually not the case. He's already dealt with the reality of you're just preaching to please people. Now the, it, it's a little more pointed. You're, you're just preaching what other people have told you. You have no authority. You're just passing on secondhand information. You're passing on fake news, Paul. I would have you know, brothers, that the gospel that was preached by me is not man's gospel. It's not, he says in Galatians, kata anthropon. It's not according to man. That, that's not where this came from. And then in verse 12, he, he defines what it means for it to not be man's gospel, for it not to be according to man. I did not, he says, receive it from man. In other words, he, he's reminding us that he wasn't kind of sent out as a representative of some group that had come up with these ideas. He wasn't part of a group that came up with this idea of this new gospel and, and they said, hey, let's get the word out. Let's spread this word. Paul, you go in this direction and proclaim these things that we've decided. You're our ambassador. No, that that's... Not at all what happened. He also says, nor was I taught it. Okay? So he also didn't kind of go to seminary and kind of get this new idea and then go, hey, I really like this. I really like what I've picked up in school. I'm going to go make this known. Now, I want to be clear. I'm, I'm not bagging on seminary in any way. I think seminary and, and education for ministers is very, very important. Paul here is simply saying this isn't just knowledge gained from some classroom that happened to resonate with me. I, I wasn't taught this by my mentor. This, this wasn't something that, that came from Gamaliel and, and, and me kind of representing him. I'm going out with it. That's not what's going on here. Paul wants his readers to understand that quite contrary to the accusations that are being made about him, what he is preaching did not find its point of genesis with mankind. Rather, he says, I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. Now, sometimes we try to play this kind of card and, and when we have some novel idea that people happen to agree with, perhaps even, often even, on very good biblical and theological grounds, we'll say, well, 
this is what the Spirit has led me to. And, and, and we're playing that as a trump card as if somehow invoking the Spirit means that we're now infallible and can't be challenged even by God's Word. That's not what Paul is doing here. It would be easy to read it that way. But that's not actually what Paul is doing here. In fact, in the coming verses that we'll look at in the next few days, what he's reminding us here is actually where he got his gospel from. That Christ did actually appear to him in this incredible moment on the Damascus Road. And, and that's where Paul's commission to preach this gospel came from. So Paul is is very much correct in saying, hey, this did not come from man. I was not taught this by man. But Christ himself has revealed this to me. I received it directly from Jesus. So here Paul is putting himself, and he's not trying to do this in an arrogant way, but but he, he is putting himself on the same plane as the other apostles who were with Christ. If you've been with us going through the book of Mark, you'll remember from earlier in the book of Mark that, that the first part of their discipleship with Christ, the first part of the apostles' training, was that Jesus called them to be with him. And so he revealed himself to Paul. So that Paul also had been with Jesus, certainly not for as long, but he had been with Jesus and learned this gospel, not from man, not through classes, you know, not not anything of that sort, but directly from Jesus Christ. This is important because the, the issue that he was facing in the Galatian churches wasn't a denial of Jesus, but an addition of works to Jesus. And so by saying, by reminding us that his gospel came by a revelation, that he received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ, then Paul is saying, if you have a problem with me not adding works to Jesus then you don't need to take that up with me or with some teacher or with some group who decided on this new gospel and sent me out as their ambassador. You need to take this up with Jesus himself to whom you are wanting to add works because that's where I got my message from Christ. So Paul here is beginning this section where he's going to explain why he is preaching what he is preaching by reminding us that he is not simply doing the bidding of man, but is representing Christ with the message that Christ gave him. This should give us certainty with the gospel that he is announcing. Because it is the gospel that Christ intended to be proclaimed. That we are justified by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. Not by works. That's the message that Jesus sent his apostles out to proclaim. The free offer of the gospel. No works attached that we might stand justified before God. Paul got this message from Jesus and announces it to us 
that we might find rest in the one who gave him his message. Amen. Thank you.